Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. What about the most important injury, and I hate to be biased here, of the, of the round so far, the great Latrell Mitchell out yeah. with a hamstring injury in the Bunnies-Dragons game. Now, that came after 15 minutes. Um, again, seemed a little bit innocuous. The last time he was out was in uh, Ed Andy's 2020 season, and it was a hyperextension of the mm-hmm. league, which looked bloody painful yeah. when he did it then. Now, I'm not sure if it is the same hamstring. It could be. I'm going to have a guess because it's a one-in-two chance that I'm right. But leading <laughs> into the game, he did have a cortisone injection into his knee, so he was running into the game a little bit lame. He's re-triggered or redone that hamstring for the bunnies. You know, looking at soft tissue injuries, you're looking at a minimum of three to four weeks, particularly with someone like Latrell, when you want to get him back high speed running. Yeah. You know, you need to get through two weeks of, of getting that soft tissue injury back to normal. Then you need two weeks high, high speed running, and we're only this early into the season. Positive for the Bunnies, though, is that you have the likes of Blake Taft. Now, before the game, yes. they come out and said that they were going to share that fullback role. Well, yep. now it just looks like it's going to be Blake's. Like Taft's right, which to be honest, I'm excited for him as a kid. He's, you know, he's the sort of kid who's played, you know, a handful of games. It looks like he's played 50. You know, he's mm. comfortable under the high ball back there. Still gives that dynamic, um, you know, uh, edge response to Ilias and Walker. And I still think he's going to be able to create some opportunities. It was this Latrell Mitchell um, injury was interesting because early in the week, one of our reporters um, who went out there noticed um, that we were just sort of filming training, and and she noticed. Well, hang on, where's Latrell? Um, and noticed that he hadn't come out and he wasn't training. Um, and they said, you know, it's just a bit of a knee um, niggle that he's been um, struggling with. And Jason Demetro in his um, press conference ahead of the game said, yeah, we're going to, he's going to, he's running. He said he's just had an injection. He said he's running the best I've seen him run all season. Of course. So he, that's, yeah, of course. So that's. he was, he was <laughs> talking it up. That's classic. That's got the juju out yeah. on him. Yeah, that's the. Uh, um, and, but he said like Blake Taff was ready to go, that he'd been training with the side um, all season, that um, he was also coming back from injury um, as well, but that Latrell was really excited to see him and um, out there and share that role. But then we did see that um, hamstring um, injury last night and he'll have stands to say today to see the extent which it is, of it. Which it was the same. So I've just been handed some important information here through my uh, assistants. I have a few of them. The same hamstring <laughs> as 2020 left. He comes with an entourage. The NRL physio says it's a uh, a minor one. So fingers crossed if it's in the belly of you're looking at three to four weeks uh, for Latrell. But not good news for the bunny. Yeah. The bunnies. No, it isn't. But I mean, Blake Taff, it's not, um, you know, he's not underdone. He's mm. someone that can um, fill in there. But as a bunny, you're a bunnies fan, aren't Absolutely, you? Absolutely. Yeah. You, were you pleased with the game? No, I wasn't. Oh. I was extremely frustrated. Really? And I have been frustrated for... 24 barring. to 12 is a nice, juicy-looking scoreline, though. If, I, if you're watching the game, it looks like someone had put grease on the ball. Like yeah. It was one of the sloppiest games. I mean, I'm in here with Brooksy, who's a who's a Dragons fan. I mean, they let 36 points in against the Eels in the second half, wasn't it, the week before? And they looked like a rabble. And I think the Bunnies, you know, got over the line 24-12 without playing great footy. But it does look like that there was no cohesion there. 
with St. George. And there is big, big alarm bells, I think, with the St. George Illawarra team. You might be able to fill us in on your thoughts, Booksy being an avid St. George fan. What what are they going to do out there to turn things around? Like watching it last night, like Ben Hunt was going in a dummy half on the fifth tackle. (laughs) It was just getting to kicks. Like the kicks were... I, I I don't know. Like there there were some really good moments where they were kicking on the third and fourth and forcing dropouts and and yeah. you know for, rolling yeah. like rolling South back. But mm. most of it was South just getting up the field. They had seventeen errors in the game. The Dragons, <laughs> like it seemed like every time they were coming out of a set, like Embi wouldn't run the ball back, which was the criticism of Sloan. He's too light. He'd pass it, and then there'd be like an error from yeah. um, Lomax dropped the Lomax, ball a couple of times. Some really good tackles in defence from the um, Rabbitohs. But it's just like we're dropping these young guys, and these are the guys of the future. I don't think see, anyone could understand that. And you see on the other side of the field, mm. Lockie Ilias is getting a really good run, and, and he's gelling. Yes, the Dragons didn't make the grand final like the Rabbitohs did, and you can slot these. Well, young we're still, guys but in, we're but still one, and they're still you know one and one and three leading into that game. It's not yeah. like we're setting the world on fire, and I. I like comments from Robinson on Walker during the week when he went in to defend his young. Half back and say, look, he's yeah, his defence is an issue. But if we're going to produce and what these young halfbacks that the game wants to see, i.e., attacking, creating cutout balls, creating chances, running at the line, kicking, uh, and being brave, then we need to give them time. Now, as soon as you, it, for mind, in any team, in any sporting team that I've done, when you start telling a player that we're going to rest you for uh, mental health, that that time that you come back almost compounds it because of the waiting to come back in. And again, we're going to see this without going on too much of a tangent against your Dragons. We're going to see this with the Dogs today, you know, with Flanagan coming back in, who's almost in a similar boat, who's been off for for mental health and form issues and now gets, well, here you go, here's a a hospital pass. We'll just give you the Panthers (laughs) who are in red op form and and jumping into that. It's something. Sorry, go on. No, no, I was just going to say one last thing. Like the Dragons scored a late try. It was 24-6 and it was M by out of dummy half. half. Like there wasn't really any creativity in terms of creating points from the Dragons. They probably didn't get into too many chances because of the handling errors and just losing the rock. Yep. And the the meterage, but <laughs> like, yeah, it was I, a hell of a kickoff. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was... <laughs> it was a great kickoff. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Hook does going forward with the team. Does he stick solid with his plan? Yeah. Because the Tigers are just the only team behind them at the moment. Yeah, and it, it, as I said, I think it's warning signs. I think you've created your own bed there. And it's, I mean, the only way to quiet and, and silence the critics here is winning. And you hope that there's, Anthony Griffin does have some sort of great master plan in place. But, you know, we'll, you know who'd want to be an NRL coach? I am um, always fascinated with the idea of resting. And it seems to be something that happens in cricket a lot. Mm. What's your take on it when it happens in cricket? Well, cricket, I think, is... It, it, it's a little bit different um, in the fact that there's there is actual genuine uh, evidence out there to suggest workload issues with back injuries in mm. fast bowlers in particular, and these teams can sometimes be away for three hundred days a, a year. So resting them for mental reasons and, and being on long tours kind of makes sense. Uh, are you rest- you, uh, cricket is resistant to it though. Uh, I think some are. Yeah. you don't ever want to give away a spot or your cap. Yeah, um, and generally when you're being rested it's in the player's best interest to say we'll rest you and you'll be back in this round this round so it's planned i guess a little bit in uh, going forward you know if it's okay. been a big hot test in pakistan you bowled 60 overs as a fast bowler you probably need a break but you know two different sports it was frowned upon but i think now it's being more and more accepted in cricket to get the longevity out of the play particularly in last fast bowlers 
Right, well, we have plenty more coming up. We are going to take a break and then we're going to review the rest of the round and also the games coming up today. You're listening to Crunch Time with Jaleesa Ripes and Stephen O'Keefe. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.